The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Welcome to Straight Talk, Clear Decisions with Rick Saylor and co-host Eric Hamburg. As an investor, you should know what you're buying and what you're really holding. We'll demystify investing and lay it all out for you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here's Rick and Eric. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Well, I'm Rick. And I'm Eric. We are your Transparent Wealth Management hosts. Welcome to our show. Well, another happy Friday to you, my friend, post-Super Bowl. That's right. And um, you know, we were talking about it earlier, we don't think we knew anybody who was a Patriots or a Seahawks fan, so it's kind of a We had a no weird... dog in the fight. So we just watched it. And... Again, I'm still enjoying that Ohio State won the national championship. Go That's Bucks! Right. <laughs> Sorry about the Ducks. <laughs> but go Bucks. That's right. It was... So uh, let the dynasty continue, I say. Yeah. So as far as the maybe the worst coaching decision in the history of any Super Bowl, by the way, it was a great Super Bowl. Yep. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, sometimes it's nice when you don't have a dog in the fight. You're just sitting there kind of enjoying and just basking in the flow and got a sense that that was going to be a tight game. And Vegas, I mean, sometimes when they're on their own, they had uh, the Pats at, what, uh, one? Plus, they were favored by yeah, one. Yeah, minus, Pats were minus one. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I was reading something where it said, the Vegas lost almost all of its profit on that last pass because then Seahawks would have won and they would have made a decent chunk of change. And since they passed it instead of threw it, uh, I won't ask why. <laughs> but I, I just don't understand that. Money. I mean, I'm not – I think everybody I've talked to has been the same commentary. Who in their right mind makes a throw – on second and goal with 26 seconds to go, and you got the best running back in the, in the league in your, backfield. in your backfield. I mean, for heaven's sakes, why don't you? And you got one timeout. Why not throw a post pattern to that left corner? He was at Arrington. It had been, he'd, he'd been getting beat up yep, most all, of all the game. game. And why don't you just throw a, a high out? And, and then if your guy doesn't catch it, nobody catches it. Yep. Then you got a chance to come back and do it again. No, can... let's throw an interception. <laughs> You know, we're familiar with that in Cincinnati because uh, Andy Dalton has, I think he finished the year with two more touchdowns than he did interceptions. It was like 19 touchdowns and 17 interceptions. Something like that. If he had the Pro Bowl in, though, he got one more interception. Oh, that's so. right. That's right. So, <laughs> hey, everybody got to enjoy what we got to enjoy. If you <laughs> We want to make sure everybody feels our pain sometimes. Hey, in Cincinnati, we got to have a sense of humor about our sports teams. And, uh, yeah, we probably are fair weather fans, but. Hey, oh, well. Hey, we've earned that. <laughs> That's what uh, Mike Brown keeps giving us, and if he dishes it out, we're just going to keep holding our lawn. That's right. So, uh, Eric, we got a lot to cover in this show today, but, uh, you know, a couple things we should mention uh, at the onset of our show, as we always do, is that, you know, the information we're going to talk about today is just educational in nature, and it's, it's just for illustrative purposes. It's not you know, specific to your situation, uh, you should always consider consulting with a qualified financial, legal, or tax, or real estate professional prior to taking any action. Because, uh, you know, what's on the line here is 
pretty high stakes. Yep. Uh, National Planning Corporation, of course, our broker-dealer, and Rick Saylor Financial are separate and unrelated companies. So our opinions are our opinions. Yep. And certain statements we may make are going to be forward-looking. Uh, nobody has a crystal ball, but uh, we do the best we can. And we do you know, draw off some of the, the demographic work of uh, H.S. Dent, who's a well-published individual, and you can certainly find those publications, but uh, good information, just take it uh, through a strainer. Yep, and you know, we, you can always send us an email at info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com because as you know, we are a... Um, we take a holistic approach, meaning we talk about the investment, the money management. We always have a tax guest on our show. We talk about insurances and estate planning and elder law. Those are all separate and unrelated. However, if you have any questions, send us an email at info at straight talk, clear decisions. We'll answer them live at the end of um, each one of our shows. Or you can visit our website at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. And it's always best when looking, I think, the approach into the market is how that these pieces interact with one another or how they're reacting uh for example maybe you know we've heard this you know long ongoing debate about you know should you be fee-based or commission-based well the the question is just befuddles me and as it does you that why aren't we focused on the solution let's look at somebody's situation their unique situation and let's find out what best works and fits for them and certainly based on your risk tolerance because everybody's risk tolerance their sleep factor is not the same yep so, uh, you know, maybe I may see the I, what I see as ideal for me is, is totally foreign to somebody else. Yeah, and, it's, and, you know, it's always, you know, make sure that uh, the advisor is listening to you, not you're listening to the advisor. Make sure they're making the decisions that are right for you, and that's going to make your situation improved. Not just because they believe in something doesn't mean it's exactly right for you. So, and I think that's a lot about comfort, you know, but uh, I will say sometimes, like, I think of why it's so important to start, begin with the end in mind here, start with a financial plan, have a game plan like a financial GPS. And so you can lay this out and objectively analyze it. And, and there's really only five things. If you're not, if you're not reaching your goals, there's only five things you got to work with. Yep. You can work longer. You can save more. You can take more investment risk. You can cut your standard of living. Or you can reduce the legacy you're going to leave. That's it. It's okay. just a matter of what, how you value, you know, what you value and what level that you, uh, you know, that you value that at. Because a financial plan again should reflect that. Yeah, you know, because there are, you know, kind of leading into the show, just like anything, there are some things in life that you can control, and guess what? There are some things that you can't control. So again, this is very true to not just your money or your retirement, but to everything. So, you know, including planning for your retirement, no matter what you do or how hard you try, there are certain things that completely are out of your control. So, you know, Eric, you cannot control what's going to happen in the stock market. (laughs) That's right. You also can't control where interest rates are going. You know, you can't control what's up next for taxes or inflation. Nope. And you can't control the skyrocketing cost of health care and medical expenses. And that, by the way, is, is the number two biggest concern among baby boomers, you know, is the cost of health care and medical expenses that they will experience. What was it? 63% said they would experience, uh, make, experience a, a medical expense they can't cover. Yep. You, you, also, know, you also can't control how long you're going to live because guess what? If you knew how long you were to live, let Rick and I know, and it's going to make our process a lot simpler. Oh, yeah, then we can tell you exactly what to spend <laughs> to the days that you're going to die. 
So, Rick, that just seems like there's a lot of things you can control. So what happens? Do most people just throw in the towel? Uh, you know, some people just give up, but I don't think that's an option. You know, I, I think making the wrong decisions, not evaluating, you know, again, looking at the things you can't control, um, you know, ends up costing them tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars in assets and lifetime income. And it could be a, it could be a deal breaker, uh, you know, because we do these financial plans every day, evaluating people's risk to their current portfolio. You know, retiring successfully and comfortably, though, Eric, does not happen by accident, as we well know. You know, I don't care how much money somebody has. You have to have a financial game plan, and you got to focus on the things you can control. For example, I think about you certainly can control your risk by having a proper asset allocation and a truly diversified portfolio. You can also control how much you pay in taxes. And guess what? Believe it or not, you can do that in retirement more than any other time in your life. Well, and that's part of tax efficiency reviews, you know, revisiting what you did last year and make sure that you're not making the same mistake next year. Because, you know, taxes, if you're enjoying the money, pay the taxes. If you're not using or enjoying that money, try to figure out a game plan how to defer, make it more efficient. You know what? You can control how much you're able to eke out of Social Security benefits and well beyond that. Uh, what you even see on your statement. So the strategies of what we call optimizing Social Security, you know, that uh, those are critical because let's say, for example, if you're born between 1943 and 1954, your full retirement age is 66. Well, if you go early at, si at 62, which you can, there's a 25% cut from if you drew at 66. But did you know by waiting to age 70, 67, 68, 69, and 70, there's an 8% systemic increase in there. So you get 32% more for life, think of it like a pension, that's going to have cost of living adjustments uh, added to it, and it's averaged 2.8% since mm -hmm. the 1950s. Now, let me take that the extreme of those two ends. The difference between age 62 and age 70 is 57% for life. That's a game changer. Making the wrong decision there, not just retirement benefits, spousal benefits and survivor benefits. Yeah, but it's a family benefit, not just a he or she only benefit. And we don't mean to oversimplify this. We realize there are 81 options for couples. There are nine for singles and 3,172 different combinations within those three benefit levels. So, uh, but we have programs and we have the technology to maximize it. And you you can control how to make your money work for you to generate income in retirement, no matter what happens with interest rates and the stock market. And finally, you can control how to protect everything you work for from the rising cost of health care, medical expenses, and inflation. Now, sometimes these involve specialized tools uh, within the category. Now, we have partners in insurance that can help do this, but there are actually, quote unquote, some insurance kind of protections you can put into your investments. Yep. Now, there's rules to those tools, and um, you have to know the rules, and you got to know the trade-offs, and you got to know what you're getting for what you're, but that's what transparent wealth management's about, isn't it? it? Knowing what you're paying, why you're paying it, and what it's doing for you. That's right. Rick, we just mentioned a lot of things that we can control. However, some of you out there might be saying, well, Social Security doesn't apply to me. 
or I'm fully covered with uh, health care because I've got a long-term care policy. So, again, this is why it's crucial to have that plan because your situation is going to be different than your brothers or your sisters or your neighbors. What's important to them may not affect you, so you have to make sure you capitalize on what you have available to you. It's like a snowflake retirement, isn't it? It is, and it's snowing in Cincinnati. So There's no no two snowflakes. Well, for those of you in the warm states, it's a fingerprint. There you go. No two fingerprints. Everybody has a fingerprint. Yep. But no two people have the exact identical fingerprint as far as we know. Mm-mm. And if they do, it's going to be like that show Resurrection where, you know, somebody dying, you keep coming back. <laughs> but, um, or what was that movie when I was growing up? Uh, oh, it was, it was actually a 1960s version of that. It was the, we called it the Seed Pod People, but it was... Um, uh, well, you know you're talking to the wrong movie person. I know I am because you don't <laughs> like movies. But I, lo- I love that movie because it just reminded me that there were alien reproductions and it, it had produced people that were like the Stepford Wives. They had no emotions, no feelings, no anything, and, and they were clones of the original. So, um, again, fun movie. Good to reflect back. And so, you know, today's show, though, we're going to look at we're going to reveal seven little-known strategies on how you can control your retirement planning game and do it now. And that can have an impact, a profound impact on the lifestyle and the rest of your life money, we call it. You know, I like to, we like to refer to it as, you know, money isn't just money for its own sake. The end game is to have your ideal life realized. Yep. That's what we do here. We may manage expectations and wealth, but really what we're doing is helping folks realize their ideal lives. Because yeah. you, you retire, you, you plan for retirement to enjoy retirement. You don't plan for retirement to get there and then realize your standard of living goes backwards. And you don't just wake up a day before retirement and say, oh, today's the day, Rick. I'm going to retire. Can you help me out? You know? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some people do that, Eric, and it's always quite – it's interesting when, you know – Generally speaking, we talk to some people, and now I can't believe this. I'm now starting into my 32nd year. Between the two of us, we have, what, about 40 40. years' experience. And in all the people that we've seen, you've seen, I've seen, we've seen together, it still amazes me when somebody walks in and I say, you know, they're talking about retirement, and I say, have you done a financial plan? And they say, no. You know, or they have one. Yeah, I did one of those a few years ago. I did one of those online deals. And I'm thinking, you know, what we pay for, we know what the, our financial planning software does and what it's capable of mm-hmm. and the tools we utilize. I can't imagine that, that far more people spend more time planning their next vacation than they do the vacation for the rest of their life, Yep, known as retirement. Retirement. You know, va- you know uh, retirement, you plan a year ahead for a vacation. So if you're tra- planning on living 30, a 30-year 30 vacation, you might want to start today to ensure that the 30-year vacation actually does happen and you enjoy it. I think that's important, you know, in getting it right. You know, there's only one chance to get this right. You know, it's kind of like a GPS when you get off course, which is so critical. You know, uh, you know, a financial plan that is integrated and dynamic will tell you where you're off course. It won't necessarily tell you how to get back on, mm-hmm. you know, and in this paranormal kind of retirement, or market that we're in, which means it's not it's not a market running on traditional fundamentals. You know, it's it's running off of stimulus. It's running off of artificial means. And I think that's what is, uh, you know, why you see so many, so much more, div- uh, when I say divergence in the commentary from the pundits, you know, more so than you normally do. 
Now, I fully expect, you know, I'm sitting there listening to the talking heads and they say, hey, well, you should buy bonds. Well, it's because you're peddling bond funds. Or you should buy stocks. Well, that's the position I'm in, mm-hmm. you know, um, because it's always I found that fascinating in my formative years where, you know, they're too intelligently appearing people mm-hmm. know their talking points. And then they have two opposite, completely opposite. And they both can't be right at the same time. So, you know, as we kind of look at this topic, uh, you know, again, I think it stands to reason, and we're going to offer this later in the show, there's going to be a free giveaway mm-hmm. that goes with the show. And uh, we're actually going to offer a, a, if you've done a financial plan, we'll redo your financial plan tell you exactly where you stand now that's that's a five hundred dollar offer on the low end mm-hmm. and if we spend a you know a more time in it could be i've seen them as high as a thousand dollars um and again it's because a financial plan is unique to you so whatever you put in is what's going to come out if you don't put all of it in you're not going to get a, a an accurate picture for the outcome and that's the whole thing if it's important to you guess what it's important to us and we want to make sure you're prepared because when you're prepared you answer or you ask more intelligent questions, and it makes you succeed the majority of the time. Well, it certainly can keep you on track. So let's think about the basic things that can help the seven steps to lead you to a better financial future. Because I know we got a lot of things to cover to get through this. Now, be sure if you've got a question during today's show, contact us, info at straighttalkcleardecisions.com. We'll answer that on the air. Or call us at 513-454-9999. You can request the giveaway. They're absolutely free. They're no cost to you if you're driving. Be safe. Um, and also visit us on uh, on the web here. We've got, uh, of course, we have email. We're on Facebook. Yep. We're Twitter at, at Retirement. At Retirement. R-I-K-T-I-R-E-M-E-N-T. And we're also on LinkedIn. So link up with us. Facebook, like us connect yeah um go on the on the on the on the web page though it's actually you can see some of our past shows and maybe some of our past giveaways so if something intrigues you go on there and ask for it you know it's not going to hurt if we've got the i think knowledge is power yeah and the no-nonsense approach is our brand you know straight talk that leads to clear decisions again you, you see this clear if you know in any given game if we know what the rules are we know the components here we can make a better informed decision and hopefully get a better outcome. Yep. Rick, I know most of the things in life have seemed to seem to work out that way. Rick, you want to touch on the seven things? Just name them, <clears throat> name them quickly, so we can hit them more in depth in the next segment of the show. I think that's a good idea, just so you know what's coming up. So, you know, first of all, know what you're saving for. Second thing, make sure your saving your savings goals are smart. How about finding ways to reduce your expenses? And create a budget if you haven't, and if you have created a budget, make sure it's updated. Hey, this is a good one. Pay yourself first. Consider escalating your savings over time. Like Rick mentioned, there's only five things one person can do or family can do once they're in retirement. And I think one of the the key things that are very basic is stick to the plan. And I think that plan has to adapt over time. But again, we're going to touch on each and every one of these, drill down on them. So visit our website, though, uh, straighttalkcleardecisions.com. 
Com, you can we have an e-newsletter on there you can get an absolutely free subscription i write a rick's view every week that comes out on twitter you see it on the blog too but we uh, i'm always addressing something in the marketplace our view of it uh our opinion on it of course but um you know i think the key thing there there's a, there's something in there for everybody everybody loves that newsletter you know we've got that rick's view we've got the the market economic you know headlines that week we have a, the calendar of the week. Um, we have a our, recipe, a recipe, a health tip of the week, a golf tip of the week, philosophical view. We also have our speaking schedule. You know what we're talking about, where it is, and what time. So I mean, there's a plethora of information. It's always changing. So make sure if you ask, it's free. It's absolutely free. Absolutely. And all you got to do is ask. And anytime you don't want it, just click unsubscribe. We can never send it back to you. I've had some people do that inadvertently and said, hey, I stopped getting your newsletter. And uh, unfortunately, we cannot send that back to you once you've clicked off. And you have to give us a new email address email for, in order for that to take. And I kind of like that. We're not in the business of bugging people. We are persistent because a lot of this goes off people's radar. Well, uh, we're going to dig into this on the next part of our show, so stay with us. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show with your host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, what about estate planning? An up-to-date will guarantees you're going to go through probate, and without, well, don't worry about it, the government will decide for you. The three enemies to an estate today are number one, the federal inheritance tax, two, probate, and number three, income tax. So your choices here are you can give all your money away. That might not be any fun. You may need it. Or you can create a trust to hold those assets. And remember, you don't have to own the assets to enjoy the benefits. So a revocable living trust can help avoid the expenses and costly delays of probate, and along with a living will, power of attorney, durable health care power of attorney. So be sure and ask about our attorney partners today for a free consultation. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care and I took her through her money in the spend down into the veterans benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living and at the end of her life, two years later, it was over 8,000. The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me, the premiums can never go up, and oh yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die, if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions Radio Show with your no-nonsense host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. Well, we're going to jump into this topic, Eric. We've talked about the significance and the importance of having a plan. 
you know, but how about seven steps to a better financial future? You know, because the reality is it's time to take control of your retirement. You know, there's things that uh, little known basic fundamental things that just seem to be elusive to most people. And I think it underscores why maybe so many people are not, you know, having their ideal lives realized, Mm -hmm. not achieving what it is that they're focused on with financial independence. And I think that's really in this new generation of a paranormal market. There's things that are going on that are complicating the issues. And I think that the complexity of it is making a lot of people just shut down and not you know, like we just said earlier, throw in that towel. Right. And I think that's, uh, if that's not underscored by supported, uh, supportive data, as in look at the, how many, how many trillions? What is it, $11 trillion or something? Something crazy that's sitting in the banks at zero interest? Yeah. Earning, well, it's hurting you, but it's earning nothing going back. Yeah, no, inflation's four and a quarter. That's right. Well, the first one we want to jump on and attack is, first of all, I think one of the most important things is no what you're saving for. And I remember having read this book, The Seven Habits of a Highly Effective People, put it this way, begin with the end in mind. So if the goal is of saving is to reach the financial independence where you no longer need to work and live comfortably and safely, and you can spend your time however you like. You know, but I think one of the critical components to that is you break down your goals you visualize and make them very specific, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but writing down your goals makes them more likely to happen. Sometimes putting them out there, some people are putting them out there on Facebook and Twitter, you know, make themselves accountable, because once you've told somebody else, that's another thing. And you so, have to. <laughs> uh, be sure and visit us on those two. You know, like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and, you know, on the Twitter. Now, one of the things is we kind of break down that particular one and knowing what you're saving for i think there's two other underlying components number one is laying the groundwork you know so i think in order to reach any financial goal you need to understand first of all where you are and second of all where you want to be in the future otherwise you're not going to know if you got there and i would also say determine what you want to achieve and you know, build a plan to achieve it. So you have to have step by steps. Like they say, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. Yep. You know, in retirement planning, a successful retirement plan, you know, it, achieving that independent life, that ideal life, it can be a big goal and overwhelming. Yeah. So I think the key thing is begin to build those steps. If you start again, begin with the end of mind and then work your way back. You know, the beauty of this thing is, is that you're not the only one to be in this game facing this challenge. So I know years ago, after going through some major issues of my own personal life, that I said, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to reevaluate everything. And I said, I'm going to look at people who are already achieving successfully where I want to be because nature is neutral. The forces in the universe are not going to work against you if you're doing the same things they're doing. And you just tweak it and, you know, personalize it. Yep. So, you know, for you personally, it's what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your goals? Do you have a clear vision of what you want from life? You know, it's not enough to say I want to fund my children's education or I want to enjoy my retirement. You've got to be specific, you know, because until you know what your ideal life looks like, you cannot draft a 
a a plan to kind of build on it. Share your vision with somebody else. So it's knowing it's being specific because once you're specific, then you can take those specific goals to achieve it. You know, I want to retire. Well, if everybody wants to retire. What's your what does your retirement life want to look like? Some people are different. If you have a lot of grandchildren, or you're around grandchildren. That's what who you want to spend your time with. Well, let's create plans so you can travel with them. Maybe you can gift to them. Maybe you can garden with them. It's you know, it's being very specific. Well, it sounds like you're personalizing it. And I would I, one of my favorite sayings uh, that I came across from some wise sage in the process is, you know. Once upon a time, I know in my life, I didn't like setting goals because it felt like it internalized this pressure on me to achieve. And then I realized when this sage said this, goals are nothing more than dreams with a deadline. I like that. Mm -hmm. They're dreams with a deadline. So you saying personalize it, personalize your dream, and then give it a deadline. And guess what? If it doesn't happen in that time period, hey, that's okay. Move the deadline back. You know, but but give yourself enough of a challenge. You know, when I think about this beginning with the end in mind, I think there's some things to just as a practice here. Let's go through the exercise because there was an article recently. What retirees say retirement is really like. And I think and of course, our rich experience here that we have so many retirees and helping people achieve that being a part of that is just so fulfilling to us. It is our passion. It is what we live for. Um, The first one, boredom is not a problem. You know, I think the most common statement I've heard is I had no idea how I found time to work. And these are the most successful retirees. I mean, their days are full of things, a volunteer, grandkids, personal stuff. It's like, I think those are all the things that were kind of put on hold. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, now they're realizing it. And now they're doing it. They're just shifting it and it's filling up their days. Yep. So, you know, the second thing here is retirees often downsize and cut their living costs by choice. You know, the typical um, respondent is living quite comfortably on or about half of his or her pre-retirement income. So, again, you can't just cut your income in half overnight. You've got a plan for it. But by accepting the difference between your wants and your needs, these retire- the retirees have embraced a simpler, more fulfilling retirement. Again, that's the whole that's the whole goal here. Embrace your retirement, make sure it's successful, and make sure you enjoy it. I think this is a critical one because I teach this in a class, and you you joined me in that class at a couple of the local universities you see, mm-hmm. University of Cincinnati and also University of Dayton in their, their great Ollie Osher Lifelong Learning Institute program. Uh, and if, if there's one in your area, I highly encourage you to just go. There's such a plethora of courses in there and I have this insatiable quest for learning <laughs> I don't know where that comes from but it just doesn't seem to be quenchable but I love it uh, you know retirement requires some big adjustments for retirement couples this is like the emotional and the mental aspect of adjusting so first of all you're used to only seeing your spouse maybe at the end of the day well you know seeing him or her all day long could be challenging <laughs> you know I'm not used to you being there every day at my waking moment and all the way throughout my day you know so i think the what comes down and what we've heard is that the me time is essential for couples you know some of those things can put a lot of undue stress on a on a relationship and i think you have to plan out for that and we have some great resources for that by the way we do one of the next pieces here it says strategically planning for retirement pays off again creating that plan so creating that effective retirement requires just as much energy and thought as building it as that successful career did. 
Um, so, you know, but it brings a much more greater capacity for true satisfaction and joy. So as much as you loved and were successful at your career, you've got to enjoy and embrace the planning for your next career, which is retirement. I think this next one, retirement is an ongoing process. So I think that's so critical in a dynamic and integrated financial plan. Because one thing that I heard over and over again, you know, in all these years is that respondents say that the retirement rarely unfolds exactly according to the plan. So, I mean, it has to be flexible. And again, there's a lot of moving parts to this thing. And in the hands of a competent, holistic kind of firm where they're looking at investments, they're looking at tax efficiency, um, you know, looking at risk management, you're looking at estate planning, that those things are going to adjust. There's, there's a lot to this. And, you know, again, having, having the flexibility is going to be important and being able to have the, the uh, shall I say, the competence to be able to, to make those adjustments. Yep. The next one here, and this is for pre-retirees. They're one of the, you know, this is, I don't know who did this poll, but it says their number one concern for pre-retirees is how their health will hold up. Because, you know, I worry about some unexpected health problem that could cripple my lifestyle. Now, I know we've always, we've referred back to the Gallup poll, which is done for retirees. And their number one and number two top concerns are number, is outliving, you know, them outliving their money. Number one and number two is having a, a health issue that they can't pay for. So, you know, looking at the health care costs, that's going to, that could, and that'll change a lot of retirees planning. However, if you haven't planned for something like that, you could be in a worse shape off than if you were by actually planning for it. And I think finally, pre-retirees often have trepidations. They have fears, they have concerns. You know, they, one of the most common questions I think is how do you know when it's time to retire? You know, is it some feeling or you get a whisper in your ear? And I think the other side of that that they heard is why is it so scary to let go? Well, three of the most major major stressful times in a life uh, is is building or remodeling a house, going through a divorce, and retirement. And I think it's because it has such a finality to it. Uh, personally, I think, you know, there's this Puritan work ethic that is ingrained, and we get our values and our social aspects and connections, and, and it keeps our minds sharp and everything else. So, again, I think these customizing this to help address these specific concerns of yours because and also educating and lighting ourselves which is what our program's all about is to help folks see you know where are we really turning you know molehills into mountains and what are we actually what are mountains that we're treating like molehills mm -hmm. would be a good analogy well this next the uh number two on the seven steps it's make sure your savings goals are smart. So once you get past the daydreaming phase, you'll want your goals to be more concrete. Like Rick mentioned, write them down. Um, they should be specific. They should be measurable, achievable, realistic, and guess what? Ultimately trackable because you have to monitor these. For each goal, estimate what it will cost and use you know a financial plan or a calculator to see how much you would need to save each month to achieve them. Um, I know this was a pretty astounding number that I saw um, right here, and this was done by uh, an economist by Saving Smarter. This was done by UCLA professor Shlomo Beneterzi, and he's a behavioral economist, and he said, assume that you wanted $100,000 a year in constant dollars for 30 years in retirement, 
And if you assumed an after-tax return of 6% and inflation at 2%, your nest egg would have to be $1.82 million to give you 100000 each year for 30 years. However, if that inflation number turns out to be just one point higher at 3%, you will need another quarter million dollars to achieve that $100,000. That's one of those rut-row moments. Yep. <laughs> Especially if you've cut it off, you've cut your earning potential off and walked away from, you know, your highest earning years, which are toward the end. And you've said, hey, I've walked out now. That fell under the category that he had written under Save Smarter. The other category, Invest Smarter and Last Live Smarter. So when you looked at, you know, I look back on this time and I can reflect back. This is before your time. <laughs> but back when we all thought we'd get 11% long-term annual returns. You know, we could afford to avoid or ignore the fees and expenses, but no more. It's time to get tough on the helpers is Buffett's sarcastic term for the intermediaries who take bits and pieces out of the investment returns. Or if you remember John uh, Bogle from Vanguard, that was the whole founding premise of his, you know, platform with Vanguard. Now, that's our whole theme of transparent wealth management. You know, it's not only what it costs you. It's very important. The other side of that coin is very important is what, what is being paid to you. What is paid to you when the market goes up and what's paid to you when it goes down? That's where the value point is. But I think it's critical to know what you're, what you're buying, you know, what you're paying, what it's going to do for you. Otherwise, don't do it. Yep. Being transparent understands the pros and cons. Not every side to the coin is green. It's understanding what's important to you and what you're trying to accomplish so you can take advantage of those benefits that you're going to have. It's going to have an impact on you. And if your current financial situation or advisor, you know, is not being very clear about this, hey, we'll give you a second opinion. We'll tell you exactly what it costs. I don't think that an advisor, uh, if they're truly an advisor, now maybe that's the point. Uh, not all people in our industry advisors, I'd say the overwhelming percentage, maybe 80, 85% are peddlers. They're selling a stock, a fund, a insurance product, but they don't really, their success is not tied to your success. So in our opinion, you should be on the side of the equation where the better you do, the better your advisor does. Uh, and again, paying close attention. Now, for example, you know, we, we don't want to get too involved in this topic, but we know just generally speaking, mutual funds and exchange traded funds have a huge cost differential. Exchange traded funds can be half, one third the cost, you know, of a mutual fund. And we're not arguing for or against those. We use all of those stocks, bonds, everything, alternatives. But again, it's just, it's fair. It's fair to know what you're paying. I think this is an interesting topic that looking at the baby boom generation living smarter this is the first generation now, era in history, where significant numbers of people are being made unhappy by having too much rather than too little. You know, maybe it's, it's but again, it's customizing it to you. They've got a term for that now. Affluenza, as in affluent and like it's some kind of virus. <laughs> and I, I think this is, uh, it, it, it is kind of a purification process, you know, of, of finding out how you really want to live and living more simply. Because, I mean, I think that's part of that's a product that's a byproduct of our culture, too. Yeah. When you look at, you know, the more money, the more assets you have, if you haven't planned properly or accordingly, you might be paying a lot more in taxes and you might not be able to gift away what you thought. So, again, it comes down to the plan. So I think this third one on the list, find ways to reduce your expenses. 
You know, there are some great programs out there in technology like Mint and Yodel and Money Center, and you can do it online for free. Um, you know, for example, you know, would be like a gym membership that you don't use or you can replace by exercising at home or outdoors and actually increase your, you know, your sense of serenity. Now, I know this is an interesting one, subscription to a newspaper or magazine that you're not reading or you can read it, access it online. I know we, we get a plethora of those, but it's because we are inundated is a better word. Uh, but we, we, we populate our, you know, our reception areas for you. Mm-hmm. You know, those of you who we're, we're, uh, we're working with, and then we donate those. Um, you know, but here's an interesting one I just looked at, and I always use that last part of the year to look at these and revisit. Cable channels you can't watch, you know, or can be replaced. Now, I had a New Year's resolution to join Netflix. I've done that. But at the same time, you know, I'm looking at my DirecTV, my satellite, and realize at the office that we use it for events, and, and mm-hmm. so we, we greatly reduce that. Went from like $100 a month down to like 30, you know, and it's more in line with the way we use it. So there's just so many different things you can use, you know, a landline phone, you know, that may be obsolete because of your cell phone. But here's, there's another company even called BizCutter, uh, B-I-L-L-C-U-T-T-E-R-Z, Bill Cutters. And they can help negotiate your bills and split the savings with you 50-50. So I don't know about that margin, but again... (laughs) Spend a little time doing this. I think it comes down to the expenses is retirement's about cash flow. What's coming in, what's going out. And if you want to live a simpler life, you have to understand where your money's going out the door. And if you can cut some of those expenses out the door, maybe you can reallocate those funds to something else. Maybe that's to travel or maybe that's to kids or bringing your grandkids out. So, I mean, it's understanding your cash flow is really the expense aspect of it. And And in the world of cash flow creating a budget <laughs> and i don't think this has to be deprivation you know you know the b word doesn't have to be the d word <laughs> but i think the bottom line you know there there are well-educated trained individuals on madison avenue that live their waking hours 24 7 uh to try to get us to prioritize our values to theirs so this need versus one, and it's amazing to me how many, how many of the younger generations seem to be sheep to the slaughter mm-hmm. when it comes to this. But I think, you know, there's an empowering component that budgeting allows us to take back control, you know, and then we can decide what our, what our needs are and our wants. Yep. It's not listening to, uh, to somebody speak about it. It's what are your short-term or what are your long-term goals, and um, are they being fulfilled before your wants? So, again, it's just coming down to – you know, what's important to you, get get control of your money. Don't let somebody else tell you what you should be doing with your money. Make sure it's important. And I think one of the things that, again, can help me prioritize that, you know, is the, the delayed gratification. There was mm-hmm. a study done on that that was huge, and I think it was done over 30 years. They took some kids and said, here's a piece of candy. If you'll wait one minute or something, I'll come back. And if you'll wait, I'll give you two. And there was a small percentage, maybe 20% of the kids. And when we checked in on them, like 30 years later, these were five-year-olds or something, that the ones who had delayed gratification were successful and the ones who didn't. But we live in a society that's kind of compulsive that way. In a financial plan, which is our free giveaway, by the way, uh, we will do that for you. That may help you prioritize these things and, and weigh that out to see what's important. Yeah, or maybe see what you're lacking and maybe you can plan five years 
before you retire so you can get that back in place. Well, we're going to finish up on this topic here and in, in wrapping up the, the seven things that are little known that you need to know in order to have a successful retirement. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your Straight Talk host, Rick Saylor and Eric Hamburg. Money is an awesome thing. If you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. Hey, have you heard about the new long-term care alternatives? Many of you may know how I managed my mother's care, and I took her through her money in the spend down into the veterans benefits. My father was a two-time Korean War vet and right into the Medicaid. She started out at $2,700 a month in assisted living, and at the end of her life, two years later, it was over 8000 The three concerns I hear the most about long-term care insurance protection is that it's expensive, the premiums are rising, and I may never use it. Well, why don't you try what I did? I bought a life insurance long-term care. They can't cancel me, the premiums can never go up, and oh yeah, I can spend that death benefit before I die if I'm critically, chronically, or terminally ill. Be sure and ask your advisor today. Rick Saylor, smooth financial sailing for the best part of your life. Money is an awesome thing if you know how to handle it, the joy it brings. You're listening to the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg. So, Eric, we're on this topic of how to take control of your financial security, uh, how to, to ensure, you know, uh, better ensure that you're going to be on track, you're going to stay on track. We've covered a lot of good things already. You know, in recapping these, we've uh, covered know what you're saving for, begin with the end in mind, making sure your saving goals are smart. They're specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're reasonable, and they're time-sensitive. You know, find ways to reduce your expenses. Create a budget. That's helpful in that. So we're going to ramp up with our last three. And uh, we never seem to have enough time, but... So make sure, make sure you, you ask for the free giveaway, which is the, fu- the financial plan, either updating a, an existing one or creating a brand new one for you. And it's a $500 value on, on, the, on the low side of that. I mean, we've done plans that probably cost in excess of 1000 But I think this is, again, it's so critical to the process uh, of knowing so many things. Uh, we analyze risk in that relative to how you feel about your money. Mm-hmm. You know, most of what we've seen in the industry has been about what you think. It's very cranial. It's left brain. This is very feeling. It's right brain kind of stuff, and, and it's amazing. We evaluate that in about three minutes mm-hmm. with a short test, and, uh, and then we implement that into the plan, and then we look at so many different things and so many variables and metrics you know, to, to, to test your, you know, uh, look at your inflows, your outflows. We look at your current portfolio, risk and reward numbers. We look at your vision values and goals. We test it against inflation taxes and volatility which we certainly have seen right lately which makes a big difference so here's a great one and i've heard this as long as i can remember begin by paying yourself first so in other words wait instead of waiting to the end of the month may, may sound a little cliche but the practicality of this speaks volumes mm-hmm. for example many of you have employers retirement plans that just make it easy to have your contributions deducted right from your paycheck so it starts out by paying you and then you get 
sometimes free money with an employer match. You know, so let's say you put in 3%, your employer gives you 3%, or maybe they're matching half of that. Well, hey, that's not a bad return to start out with. No, and it's and it's making sure it's done on an automatic basis. If you keep telling yourself, "Oh, I'll just I'll go do this once a month or twice a month," it's probably not going to happen as often. If it, you can have it set up automatically, you don't have to think about it, and it's out of sight, out of mind. The savings automatically goes to where you tell it to go. And I know one of the things that I've done personally, and and I see in our notes here, is you can do the same thing outside of retirement plans by having money automatically transferred into a separate savings or investment account you know, systematic discipline savings that are methodical. Yep. So some of you may have those automatically transferred into some investment account. Uh, don't know if I like that one as well, because I think in, in this market is much more tactical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to be smarter in, in your decisions rather than just buying blindly into the same funds. Um, having that money deployed into an account that's directed by a, a professional, you know, competent professional makes a lot of sense. I think something I personally have done is, you know, the biggest thing is having cash that accumulates that's idle. Um, when I go out and I look, you know, in the marketplace, you know, there are internet banking has exploded in the last 15 years. It was pioneered by some of the banks that we actually represented once upon a time. But, you know, I, we don't represent them now and we have no vested interest in this. But I look, you know, if I can get, you know, 0.75 to 1% on a, on a zero balance a $1 savings account, why would I get 0.15 or I owe the bank? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's, um, or it feels that way, doesn't it? <laughs> By the time inflation and taxes come out. So again, I think it's just being smart. It's automating it, but it starts by paying yourself first. Yep. And the next one kind of goes hand in hand with it, and that's consider escalating your savings over time. So if you're doing a flat dollar or a fixed amount today, and you're doing that same fixed amount 10 years from now, well, the cost of living has probably made, say, that $1,000 annual savings maybe only turning the purchasing power of $500. So when your pay goes up, maybe you increase your savings as well. So if you were doing three, continue to do three, but it's going to be a higher dollar figure. Yeah, and so we may see that it is a percentage. That's smart. Uh, now, I know wages have been flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the biggest things. We're having this, uh, you know, this, this painful recovery longer than anyone in history that we've seen. Um, and it, the dynamics are different. And uh, so we're, we're creating all these jobs, you know, apparently, but again, they're not high paying jobs. Yep. So, I mean, these are, these are part of coming out of a deflationary contracting type economy. And I think it'll continue yep. simply, you know, at least for the next handful of years. I think the last one here on our number seven is uh, stick to the plan. You know, one of the things is certainly having a plan and then number two sticking with it but again with it being dynamic adjust so adjust and and i think the rule here is it's a discipline keep your eye on the game keep your eye on the end game uh and one of the ways you can do this again is you set a spending target and there's so many tools now these days that like mint yodel uh, money center you know, personal capital to monitor your, your spending online for free. And some of the sites will even alert you if you start overspending in a category. You know, but I think it's another way if you don't want to do this online, uh, you don't want to count every nickel and dime and other approaches to give yourself a fixed weekly, you know, monthly allowance in a separate checking account. 
or even in physical cash to be used for discretionary expenses like, say, shopping, food, or entertainment. Now, the key is that is when the money's gone, it's gone until the next week or the next month. These are simple ways that you can create a discipline for yourselves, you know, by, and I know uh, some of uh, uh, Dave Ramsey talks about, you know, having these separate envelopes, these separate buckets we use, mm -hmm. you know, and you separate out that money again, paying yourself first, you put so much in every bucket and you accumulate it and you save it and you just don't violate those, those tenants. Yeah. And it's really, it comes down to being accountable. And if you've got a plan through an advisor, you know, if you have the plan that's in place and you're constantly monitoring it, you are being accountable for it. If not, whenever you go in for your reviews or your meetings, you can't justify why you're spending more, why you're taking more money out, even though it's hurting you. It's the accountability part, making sure you're accountable for it, not just doing it because you're doing it. So drilling down a little further and expounding on some of these other points, you know, I think there's, there's some things that certainly could derail the less, you know, the best laid plans of men go awry. Um, you know, how about taking steps to minimize risk and ensure your plan's success? So, for example, if the number one concern among baby boomers about a year ago in a poll, uh, a Gallup poll, among baby boomers said 69% were concerned about outliving their resources. 63% said an illness, a major illness would wipe them out. So what if you get sick? What I mean, you, that's, that's something that you can't really affect. How about if you lose your job or if you or a spouse dies unexpectedly? These are all things that you can't necessarily see coming. And we always, we talk about it as risk management. You know, it's not about insuring everything, but it's making sure what's important to you and what's going to make you successful is being adequately protected and covered. And you're not paying too much for it. You're not paying too little for it. You know, it's keeping up with the risks that are coming today and that are going to be constantly coming in the future. Well, I know that, you know, it seems a little uh, morbid to spend your time thinking about Worst case scenarios like, uh, you know, an accident, an illness or disability, you know, but the reality is ignoring the potential for these doesn't make them go away. It actually makes you more at risk. Yep. So, you know, we like to say for a lot of our listeners, you know, have the right amount of coverages, have the right balances and pay a fair price for it. And I think that involves, you know, having an insurance audit with a professional. We partner with, with folks who specialize in that area. Yep. You know, and, and, and I know that I personally go through these reviews looking at the, the personal risks, the, uh, the, uh, the professional risks. There are all kinds of insurances. But again, not over-insuring. And I hear, you know, people complain about being, ah, I'm insurance poor. You may just not, you may actually have exposure because you've bought some kind of generic kind of insurance, you know, that isn't. I, I have my insurance people come in and take a look at the the buildings and take a look at my stuff and say, you know, it, what happened if this, if this were to, if I lost this, am I covered for this? You know, and I'm not going to cover for everything. There's some, everybody accumulates junk. Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I want to replace the junk. That's right. And, you know, and it's real. And the other part of it is, is keep getting it audited. We, we say every two to three years, make sure it's in place, make sure your, your coverage is there. And if it's changed, make sure you update to the new better policies. And I'd say be flexible. Embrace change and the need to be flexible. You know, changes in your life, your career, new laws, regulations can have a perfective, uh, you know, profound impact 
on your plan and your financial security. So I think prioritizing those, adjusting, those are all critical. And it's being flexible because your plan's going to change because, you know, we can't predict when the market's going to go up, when it's going to go down. We do know what's going to happen. So if you're planning for a certain level of return and you're not achieving it, you're going to have to go back and rework that plan, make sure you can change your lifestyle or maybe you have to change something else. You know, and I just think of the things that, um, again, we've mentioned some of these risks and these things that change, uh, you know, a death, an illness, you know. But on the positive side, we think about, you know, the more positive things. You know, what if, and we see this in portfolios, where one of the key numbers in the drawdown rate is based really on the performance or lack of performance in a portfolio. Maybe there are times to sweep off additional, you know, types of monies because you're actually, quote unquote, overachieving. And our program, our financial planning and that dynamic component does that. It'll tell people, okay, well, hey, you're on the high side of that. Now, if you're conservative, you may say, hey, I may, I may need the, the bumper crop to cover for the lean years. Mm-hmm. On the other side of that, some people say, hey, I'm taking an extra vacation. <laughs> It's your money. You have to enjoy. You have Those to enjoy grandkids. Your life. I've I love my granddaughter. I've got another grandson on the way come July, um, and I love spending time with her. I said, you know, how many times have you heard me say, if I'd known the grandkids were so much fun, I'd have just skipped the kids. Although I love my kids, <laughs> you know. But I think one of the the last and the final note here, you know, see the future today. This is like beginning with the end in mind and today eric today we live in the greatest time of technological advances in our industry because we have access to sophisticated tools that can help you see in remarkable detail where you stand and what you most likely will need to live your life comfortably and what it will take to get there and and achieve your ideal life that's right and the, the big thing is that you understand it we can sit down and put a spreadsheet in front of you with all these numbers if you don't understand it your eyes roll in the back of your head the new tools today makes it very, very simple for you to read, realize, and understand what it is so you can walk out the door and start implementing them immediately. And with a holistic view, you'll be well-equipped to take control of your financial security and help build a plan that will help you live more comfortably, financially comfortable, and, and hopefully add to your life. So, I mean, those are all wonderful things, and it begins with our free giveaway. That's right, which is a financial plan. So make sure you call us at 513-454-9999. Or visit us on the web at straighttalkcleardecisions.com and ask for the free giveaway, which is a financial plan. We're available on uh, the social media email. Like us on Facebook, Rick Saylor Financial. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Retirement. And if you're in the business world there, LinkedIn. Let's hook up and, and maybe you'll find something of value. We have a plethora of information you know, in terms of uh, past giveaways, and those are all available, no obligation. You get a free e-subscription to our newsletter, full of lots of goodies. And anytime you don't want it, you can certainly click unsubscribe, and we're never going to bother you again. That's right. Well, Rick, it's come again. The show is here. The show is ending. So, Hey, you. you, Thanks for joining us uh, on the Straight Talk Clear Decisions radio show with your no-nonsense host, Rick Saylor. And Eric Hamburg.
for the best part of your life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.